0: Go with me in the scriptures, if you brought your Bible this evening, to 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter. And then also we'll go over to Luke, chapter 20. 2 Corinthians 4 and Luke, chapter 20. In 2 Corinthians and the fourth chapter, and we'll look at the 13th verse, 2 Corinthians 4 and 13, he says, We, having the same spirit of faith, According as it is written, I believed, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore speak. Same spirit of faith that you read about in this Bible, in Moses, in Abraham, in David, in Elijah, in Elisha, that same spirit of faith that was in Paul and Peter, same spirit of faith that was in Jesus himself, is in you and I, and on you and me. Do you believe it? That's why he said, if you believe on me, you have that faith, then the works I do, you'll do also. Right. Same kind of things will happen in your life and greater works than these because I go to the Father. If he had stayed and continued, that it just got greater and greater and greater. That wasn't his only purpose to come and show us the works. He showed us how it was done, but he was on a short track to the cross to purchase our redemption and to pay for our sins. And you and I, actually, the ministry of Jesus is continuing through us. It's his ministry through us. And so the same kind of things are being done by the same spirit of faith. But notice the very next verse, this flows together. Knowing, everybody say knowing. Knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you, glory, for all things or for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. Knowing this, he said, that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus. Say that out loud. He that raised up the Lord Jesus shall also raise us up. You believe that? The one that raised up, the Lord Jesus, will also raise us up by Jesus. And the Lord quickened this verse to me. When I hear the word raise up, I think about, you know, being raised from the dead. And of course that's part of it, but it includes more. He's raised us up. And made us sit together in heavenly places. That's not resurrection. Are y'all with me now? That's being raised up. What does raised up mean? It means elevated, it means brought to a higher position, brought to a higher place. He is the Lord who raises us up, and it's necessary. For us to do what he's called us to do, we've got to be raised up yes, yes. to another place. Yes. How many know if you're too low, you can't see some things?
1: That's right. That's right.
0: You can't see. You know, uh, when, You know. we flew in here and uh, y'all got some hills around. <laughs> you know, some things, if you're down in the valley, you can't see. But if you'll take off and raise up a few thousand feet, oh, man, look what's out there. Now, if you just stayed down there in the valley, you'd never see that. You could stay there your whole life, never know. All that was out there, and all you needed was a little raising. I said, all you needed was a little raising up. And your whole perspective changes. You go, wow, look at that. I didn't know that was there. Yes. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you imagine God has a whole lot more. Yes. Yes. He could open our eyes to yes. and let us see and let us know yes. if he could just raise us up yes. Yes. a bit higher. The same one that raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus Go with me to Luke 20, please. Luke 20. And down about verse 35 or so. He said, They which shall be accounted worthy to obtain that world, and the resurrection from the dead, neither marry nor are given in marriage, neither can they die anymore, for they are equal unto angels, and are the children of God, being... The children of the resurrection. (laughs) Do you know you were one of the children of the resurrection? But if you look that up in the Greek, it's interesting. The NAS translation says, being sons of the resurrection. Sons of the resurrection. Young's literal translation, you know the the one that wrote uh, Young's Concordance and He ought to know a thing or two about the language, shouldn't he? He said, neither are they able to die anymore. They are like the messengers. And they are sons of God being sons of the rising again. (laughs) Sons of the resurrection. Sons of the rising again. Friend, this speaks of call. This speaks of nature and destiny. You and I are called up. (laughs) Our destiny is higher than where we are right now. Anybody with me on this? (laughs) Our future... Is up from here. Do you believe it or not? Yeah. We are sons of the rising up and the rising again. Said out loud, I am, I am a son. Of course, God's sons are male sons and female sons, but it means the same. Said out loud, I am, I am a, son a son of God. Of God. I am. A son Son. of the rising up. up. Glory to God. You are. You are. Glory. Glory. The Bible said deep calls unto deep. The call of God is not just informative or directive. When God says something, there's always power in what he says to bring to pass what he said. Amen. Peter looked out across the water and he said, Lord, if that's you, bid me come. And the Lord said, come. come. Yeah. One word, but there's a whole lot said. Yeah. I mean, gonna know when he said come, he's not just telling him something. He's not just informing him. He is also empowering him. Yes, yes, He's yes, enabling yes. him to come. Yes. Hmm. Right. When he says come. That means if you'll step out of the boat. And step on that word come. Yes. That word come will hold you up. Right. And give you the power to come. Come. To him, oh, come on. Well, the Lord says other words too, like come up. Come up. How many remember in Revelation, John heard that? Come up here. Come up hither. Come up here. I'm telling you, you see me, you know I'm a human, I'm a man, just like you are. But I'm telling you, the Spirit of God speaking through me tonight. Amen. And you know what he's saying? Come up. Come up. Can you hear? Come up. Come up. Come up, Come up here. Come up higher. It's your call. You, it's what you were created yes. to do. Yes. It's your destiny. Yes. And you don't have to wait until you die. That's right. And then you come up higher and go to heaven. No, as you behold his glory, you are changed yes. and you are raised from glory to glory. By the Spirit of the Lord. Mm -mm. Glory to God. Now all you got to do. If you've been born again. And the Lord's done anything for you. All you got to do is look back. Are you up higher. Than you were. Huh. Huh. Come on now. Some of you were drunks, drug addicts, stupid sinners out of your head. Spent more time in the gutter than somewhere else. You're not there. I said you're not there. God brought you up from there to here. If he can do that. I said, if he can do that, then he can bring you from here on up. How many would say, by the goodness and grace of the Lord, you live a different life, a totally different life than you did 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. You're a different person. You see things differently. You're living a different life. Because of the goodness of God, because of the word, the word of his grace that he has sent to you, it was able to build you up, build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. You have not arrived. I said, you have not, we have not arrived at the height of where the Lord can bring us up in this life. You know, Jesus set the example and called us to it. Do you believe it or not? And that's what Paul talked about. He said, forgetting those things that are behind, I'm pressing toward the mark for the prize of the the high calling in Christ Jesus. What is the prize? What is the high calling? It's the calling to be just like Jesus. Him in this world. Now when you say it, you you can see looks across the crowd. People go, "Eh, uh, (laughs) praise the Lord. (laughs) Yeah, uh, okay. But they don't believe it. They don't believe that they will ever come anywhere close to thinking and living and praying like Jesus in this life. And that is the lie. That the devil has sold the church. That keeps us in a low place. Settling. Accepting. Weakness and failure and ignorance. When we could be operating so much higher. Hmm? Most of the church world. Adheres to and clings to what I call. No-fault religion. <laughs> Anybody know what no-fault religion is? <laughs> no matter what happens, <laughs> ain't my fault. <laughs> no matter what doesn't happen, not my fault. God's ways are mysterious. His wonders too perform, and you just never know what God's going to do and absolutely no responsibility for anything whatever is to be will be and we'll just see and we'll understand it better by and by. Well I'm sure we will but the Bible said in this life don't be unwise but understanding what the will of the Lord is and you can tell what the Lord will do if he said he would do it he'll do what he said he would do People don't realize how how insulting these things are and derogatory that they're saying about the Lord. I mean, what if y'all said that about me this weekend? Somebody said, Well, Brother Keith, you know, was, was coming over uh, to, to the church the middle of the week. Somebody said, Well, you think you'll be there? I don't know. I tell you about Brother Keith, you just never know <laughs> what Brother Keith is going to do. Is that complimentary? No, you're saying he might do what he said. He might not do what you just never know. Well, our God is a God who cannot lie. He's never failed. Don't say such things about him. If he said he would do it, you can put your life on it, you can count on it. Heaven and earth will pass away, but that word will not fail and will not pass. You believe it? Amen. He that saith he abides in him, I'm quoting 1 John 2, 6, ought himself also so to walk even as he walked. Is it possible? I said, is it possible that you and I can walk like the master walked? That we can pray like he prayed? If it's not, then how we understand these scriptures that you can do what he did? That you ought to walk like he walked. Jesus did what he did. With no unfair advantage over us. You know sometimes preachers preach and leave a wrong impression. They say you know Jesus he walked on the water. Why? He's God. Jesus he raised the dead. Why? He's God. Well he did do those things. And he is God. But you're leaving the impression that he did them as God. And of course, if he did them with power as God, I'm not God, you're not God, we're never going to do it. Come on.
1: Come on.
0: Then how can we believe it when he says, if you believe on me, the works I do, you'll do also. How can we believe that? If he did them as God, I'm not God, Come on. Come on. That's right. but the Bible said in Philippians, he emptied himself. He laid aside his mighty weight and power and became like other men. That in all points he was tempted just like us. Now if he walked in omniscience knowing everything. If he walked in the power and omnipotence of God then he does not know what it feels like to be me. He has not been tempted with the ignorance that you and I deal with and the weakness that you and I deal with. And yet the Bible said he was. And if the Bible said he was, then he was. And if he was, then he did become just like us, which means he laid aside his mighty weight and power. How did he do that and still be God? Well, he's God. He can do stuff like that. Okay. But if he said he did it, you need to believe that he did. Which means everything you read about Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, that he did, he did it as a man with no unfair advantage over you and I proving it can be done as a human being. And friend, this is what you and I are called to be and to do. We're to get up in the morning and think like Jesus. We're to go through our day and talk to people just like Jesus would talk to people. We're to pray for people and have faith just like Jesus. Was this my idea or is it his? I don't have another sermon right now. This is it. Now, if you say, Well, Brother Keith, I ain't there. I know. Paul was saying he wasn't there, wasn't he? I don't count myself to have apprehended, to have arrived at total Christ-like perfection. But what he didn't say is there ain't no way we'll ever get there, so let's don't even try. What did he say? I'm forgetting the things that are behind. I'm reaching pressing toward what? What is the prize? It's being just like Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you. This will bless you. Turn to 1 John. What place were you holding there? Luke 20? You can let it go. <laughs> 1 John chapter 4 verse 17. Y'all all believe the Bible now, don't you? Okay. 1 John 4:17. Herein is our love made perfect. That we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because, now let's just stop right there. Boldness when? When? In the day of judgment? Bold? Keep reading. Why? Why? Because as He is, so are we. In this world. Say it again. As he is. So are we. In this world. Now if you say well brother Keith. I'm just not there. Exactly which is why you need to be. Huh? Raised up some more. Yes. Yes. It should be happening to us yes. on a regular basis. Yes. Every time we come to church, yes. every time we're in service, every time we read our Bibles, every time we pray, have a good time of fellowship with him, we ought to come up a little higher. And you know, it because it doesn't all happen all in a moment of time, it happens progressively like we quoted in 2 Corinthians 3, from glory to glory, you don't always notice it. It's like the kids and the grandkids getting taller. Well, they're coming up, but they don't usually see it and notice it so much. But if it's been six months since they've been to grandma's house, and she says, look at you, boy look how you have grown. And he goes, huh? Because <laughs> he, he hadn't noticed any difference from yesterday right. or from the month before, but he's substantially different than he was even six months ago. That's right. I know uh, when the Lord dealt with Phyllis, my wife, and myself to go to Ramah Bible Training Center and, and train there. And we were out there for about a year and, and uh, we came back home. And uh, we got to talking uh, after our visit and visiting several folks, and we said, you know, boy, everybody seems so negative. <laughs> <laughs> when, when did they get so negative? And we were talking about this, and uh, it took us a little while, and we realized it's not them that got more negative. We were exactly that negative a year ago. That's right. uh, that's right, right. And when you are that negative, you don't see any difference. But without realizing it, we'd been sitting there under the word hours a day, every day. This has gone on month after month after month, and we didn't see. It. We'd been in these conferences where we'd be in services almost all day and all night sometimes. And and sometimes you could sense that after a week of intense word just being pumped in you hour after hour. Sometimes you could even feel the difference. After a few days or a week. Well man, that happens to you. Month after month after month, you don't realize it, but you used to be here and now you're here because it happened progressively, not all at one time. You're not as aware of it, but you're at a different place. You think from a different place. You see it a different place. Your faith's at a different place. Faith is not this mystical, confusing thing that some people make it out to be. When you're strong in faith, you're not aware of struggle. Another word for faith is confidence and trust. Are y'all with me? When your faith is strong, you just look at it and go, no problem. That's easy for God. Sure, we'll just claim that. We'll just do that. You're not trying to work it up. You're not going, mm, I'm believing. Mm, I'm believing. Woo-hoo. Better confess another 20 times. Boom, 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 boom. I'm believing. No, that's when you ain't believing. Right. You're trying to believe, which means you ain't there. That's right. <laughs> but you can tell that you have grown and the Lord has raised you up when you realize, man, I used to think that was a big, hard thing. And now it just looks so easy to me. Amen. Doesn't look big to you anymore. Hmm? Whether it's a healing or a miracle or a financial miracle, you know, when you look up at it and go, oh man, that's millions of dollars. Woo! That's good. look how big that is. No, it's not that it's so big, it's that you're so short. <laughs> The Lord never told his disciples and people. Now the problem is. Is that this is so big. Mm. Did you ever read about him saying anything like that? Yeah. The problem is this is so. No. What did he tell them? Your faith is so small. Yeah. Isn't that what he said? Yeah. Now the problem is. It's not that this is so hard. It's that your faith is so weak. That's right. It's not that this is so big. It's that your faith is so small. Yeah. <laughs> you should see some of the looks. I'm getting across the crowd. Here we yeah. <laughs> I'm quoting Jesus, right? I'm I'm in good company, right? So it's not that that thing is so big, so huge. It's just you have been down too low. And faith has been too weak. And what we need is a good raising. Brought up to another level. And you know the Lord wouldn't have me talking to you about it. Unless that's what he's already in the process of doing. Hallelujah. Because remember. His words. Including the words that come through your pastors. The words that come through me or whoever. His words are not just instruction. That's right. Hmm. I'm looking for somebody that got that. His words, including this word tonight, his words are not just instruction. Tell me what else they are. What are they? They are empowerment. What does that mean? That means if you will throw out everything that would hinder you aside, you can be coming up right now. I'm talking about before the service is over. And great things happen. Some of the greatest miracles that there are, you can't even see with your eyes. For instance, the new birth. How many of you couldn't say that a healing miracle or a financial miracle is greater than the new birth? Somebody being born again, saved for eternity, becoming a new creation. But that's not something you can see. You can see the fruit of it, and the same thing is true. God does things in meetings just like this, services just like this, churches just like this, people just like you. He does things deep down in people. While you're sitting here nodding your head or saying amen or just looking at your Bible, he can reach down inside you and do things that change you to your core. And it may not be obvious at the time or even the next day but something changed inside you and it changed your course. And over the following days and weeks and months you become another person. You see things different. I'm talking about things like that are to be happening right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Somebody said out loud, Lord, here am I. Lord, here I. Be, it unto me Be it unto me according to your word. To your word. Let, your word Let your word increase, increase. and expand, expand me on the inside. On the inside. I receive, I receive your, word your word to raise me up. Raise me up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lord, believe it. So many times people are focused so much on the outside. They're looking for on the outside, but everything happens first on the inside. Then things show up on the outside. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Thank Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Help me to get that, Lord, and not let that slip. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Changes on the inside. Happening now. Happening to you. Oh, Lord, help me to get that out the way I need to. I don't need to say it all. You just let the Spirit of God minister it to you and work in you. Do you accept that great things happen inside people? some of the greatest miracles there are, happen inside you and are not always evident immediately, but they will be. They will be. And you receive it tonight, don't you? You receive it and say, I receive that word working in me. I can look back over my life and ministry over the past 30 plus years at least and special times and being in meetings and being with the Lord and and things that happened in me. I didn't even understand it at the time, but I knew something happened in me. I didn't even know exactly what it was. I knew it was good. <laughs> but the very next time I preached or the very next time I did something, something was different about me. I knew there was an increase. I couldn't explain it, I didn't know all the whys or wherefores, but I knew something had happened in me, and now I'm different. And my confidence was higher. And my boldness was stronger. Now, when we say boldness, is, uh, the boldness of the Lord is not something you work up. This is where people have missed it. They say, well, you know, be bold. And so they try to work it up, and, and it comes across harsh and uncomfortable. That's not it. When Paul said, pray for me that I'd speak the word boldly. Some people today would have written back and said, oh, brother, just stir it up, be bold. Now he knew something they don't know. It's not something you just stir up. You're bold. Because you know. I said you're bold. Because you're sure. You know. And the Lord does things inside you. To where maybe you were a little iffy on that. And a little wavery on that. And a little don't know. And not sure on that. But man one touch from him. One word from him. Can just put all that out of the window. And now you know. And you're not pushy and demanding. You just know. So you're bold. And nobody can talk you out of it. Because you know. Why? Because the Lord has brought you up. He brought you out of that place of confusion and wondering. And he brought you up to a place of knowing about that. And that's happening. I said that's happening. It's happening now. Because yes. you are a son of the rising up. Yes, <laughs> yes you are. Yes. You are called to come up. Yes. Your destiny is to go up higher. Your future, somebody said out loud, my future, my future is above, above where I am now. Where I am now. That's right. not, not just when you get to heaven. In this life. Yes. And then when you go to heaven. That's just another big step up. That's right. That's right. And it shouldn't be such a shock to your system. Because you've been coming up all your life. Since you got born again. Yes. Ever since you got born again. You've been coming up, coming up, coming up. And then that was just another big up. Yes. <laughs> on, and I don't think that'll be the end of it either. Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. Colossians. Would you go there? Third chapter. What does it mean? You know I'm not I'm not ready to go to Colossians. <laughs> go to Psalm 18. Go to the Psalms. If you got time for the word, you got time for the spirit, then you got time to come up higher. Psalm 18. These words in this book are inspired. They are the words of the Lord. And no word of the Lord is void of power or incapable of fulfillment. Every word is a living word that is quick and powerful. I'm quoting scripture. Every word, his word is a living word, quickening word that is powerful. Like we've already said, when the Lord tells you something. It is instructional. It is wisdom. It can be corrective. It's all manner of things, but it's not just that. It's also empowering. Everything that you and I know anything about, the the planet we live on, all the materials that create anything that we use day to day, elements that came from the earth, the light itself, the, the stars and planets themselves, how did they come into being? The Bible said God said... And it existed. Yeah. It was, and there's particular revelation in a small little two letter word B. Yeah. B. Yeah. <laughs> when the Lord says to something, be yeah. it's not just an exhortation. Yeah. Yeah. If you look up the original, basically it says that God said, Light be. Now, when he said light be, there was power in those words to create and empower light to exist and to operate. Well, every one of these words in here is a word of God. And when he says something to you, be this, do this, become this, the enemy tries to jump on Christian's shoulder and say, well, I don't know if I can or not, but we can try and do the best we can. And then people decide. Well I, I can't do it. You should have known that before you ever started. Yeah. That you. That's right. In your own power. And in your own ability. And in your own smarts. Right. Never could. Never would. That's right. That's right. But when he said be. Yeah. There was already power. Yeah. In what he told you. Yeah. Yeah. Just like that word come. Mm, somebody's getting it in here tonight. If we can get a hold of this, we will come up a whole lot more and a whole lot quicker than we thought we could because day in, day out, he'll speak to us. And he'll say, be this, do this, go here. And if we can just learn to quit arguing with him and quit telling him we can't. That should have been settled. He already knows we can't. We should already know we can't. And quit fussing about it. Quit talking about it. And believe that he can in us. He can through us. Jesus said the works I do, I do not of myself. I can of my own self do nothing. Jesus said that. But the father in me. He does the works. And the greater ones in us as well. Moses. Standing out there at the burning bush. God says, you go, you tell. And he says, oh, I can't talk. And I got some legal problems over there in Egypt. You know, they got a poster of me in the post office over there. He's a wanted man. And uh, I I can't. Did the Lord say, Moses, boy, that's what I like about you. You so humble. No. Said it made him mad. Didn't it? The Lord became wroth with him. It's nothing to do with being humble. It's being proud. And unbelieving. That you still hadn't got it worked out. That you can't. You still think you might be able to. And you just checked. But right now you don't think you can. (laughs) (laughs) You should have got that settled a long time ago. That you can't. Quit fooling with it. But you should have enough faith in him that if he tells you to do it, that what you think you can or can't do is out the window. Forget that. If he said do it, then he can do it through me and by me and in me. Enough faith to just say, oh, thank you, Lord, for giving me that empowering word. Because I couldn't do it. But with your word, With your word working in me, with your word making me wise, with your word making me strong, I can do all things through Christ, the anointed one who strengthens me. His word empowers, His word enables, including these words we're about to read right now. Psalm 18, are you there? Psalm 1848, He delivers me from my enemies. Yea, you lift me up above those that rise up against me. You have delivered me from the violent man. Therefore will I give thanks to you, O Lord, among the heathen, and I'll sing praises to your name. This is not just a sweet word in the Psalms. It is sweet. It's a word of empowerment that can empower you right here, right now. Anybody been bothered by things? By people? By lawsuits? By fights? By problems? Huh? Has some stuff kept you down? Held you back? Hindered you? You ought to read this word. I said, You ought to read this word right here, verse 48. You ought to read it out loud. You ought to let the word say it to you right now here tonight. Said out loud, He delivers me from my enemies. Lord, you lift me up above those that rise up against me. And you have delivered me. from the violent man. man. Take that word. There are people in here who need to take that word for yourself now. In that specific situation, you've prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed, but you keep crying and feeling sorry for yourself. So your prayers of no avail because it's an unbelieving prayer. Are y'all with me now? But the Lord has heard your prayers. And for one thing, He sent you a word tonight. And he said, Put this word in your mouth. And when you put that word in your mouth in faith, it absolutely opens both doors for God to get involved in your business. He will move. On officials. He will move on neighbors. He can move on supervisors. He can move on owners and bosses. Come on are you listening to me. He can move. The enemy wants to keep you down. He wants to keep you without a voice. And without any power. Unnoticed. No influence. Insignificant. He can only do it. If you believe his lies and if you take the place he gives you. Now I'm from the south. I'm from the country and I know cuz I was reared up generations to talk negative and think unbelief. Oh, we're just we're not we can't and we're just we're just little and hmm. That's the place the enemy gave us. And he sold it to people, hook, line, and sinker. Well, we're just and we're only and we don't know and we don't have and we're just. You're just what? Just what? Where'd you get those phrases? Who told you you were that? Huh? What did the Lord tell you you are? You have been. Delivered from all the power of darkness. You've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son. You've been raised up together with him. And seated together with him. You are supposed to have influence. And what you say and think and believe is supposed to matter. Did you hear me? Don't let the devil tell you you can't. This word, you need to say it again. Verse 48, are you there? Say it out loud again. He delivers me from my enemies. Yea, you lift me up above those that rise up against me. And you have delivered me from the violent man. And say this, and no weapon. Formed against me. me Shall prosper. prosper. It will not. Eternal powerful word of the Lord. Somebody said out loud. This word. word empowers Empowers me. It enables me. It raises, me. it raises me. Glory to God. Psalm 113. Get ready to shout some more. Mm-hmm. Do you know this word wouldn't be any more true if Jesus Himself stood in front of us here tonight in the flesh and said it to us? wouldn't be any more true. His spirit is here. He's in every one of us. His word empowers me. Raises me. Psalm 113 and 7. He raises up the poor out of the dust. And lifts the needy out of the dung hill. The garbage dump. That. He may set him. With princes. (laughs) Even with the princes. We're not talking about movie stars and politicians. Who the world thinks is important. We're talking about God's princes. (laughs) I told Phyllis. uh, My wife the other night. We were in a great ministers conference. and, And I was with some men and women of God that I consider to be my elders and we're able to eat with them and spend some time with them and I just i came back and I'm thanking God all week. I said oh God you're so good to me. Little country boy from the sticks. You let me do your work and I told Phyllis a lot of people they'd think you know it'd be a big thing if they could sit with this great politician or this movie star. I don't think that way at all. They, I'm not impressed with them. But these people <laughs> These people that God has called and put His anointing on and used to reach many for the kingdom of God, that's who I want to be around. And that's who I feel blessed to be in the room with. And and that's what this is talking about. You need to read this again. There's some words you want to get out of your mouth and you don't want to say them again. You want to treat them like cuss words. I'm just, I'm so little. And I'm so ignorant, and I can't, and I don't have, because that's not what he said. Hmm? These are words and thinking that'll keep you down and keep you inconsequential, keep you without a voice so that your life makes no difference. I want you to read this. Verse 7. What does he do? Somebody say, well, I'm poor. I know about poor. My folks were poor. Their folks were poor. Their folks before them were poor. We didn't have an indoor bathroom until I was in high school. I know. I know about that. I got a word for poor folks right here. Somebody help me out. I got a word. For poor folks right here. Tell me what God does for the poor that will believe him and receive his words. He raises them up. Out of the dust. He lifts them the needy out of the dung hill the dirt pile the garbage heap you know what good does it do you for me to be broke how does that help you (laughs) so how does it help me for you to be broke (laughs)
1: let
0: me preach to this bunch over here We're not supposed to be covetous. We're not supposed to be idolatrous and just seek after money and stuff. But are we supposed to have our needs met? Are we supposed to be in abundance so that we can overflow and help preach the gospel and and help other people? You believe you're supposed to help the poor? The poor can't help the poor. Right. The poor is the one needs the help. God can lift you up. Not too many years ago, Phyllis and I couldn't put money together to fill up a tank of gas. And now, glory to God, the Lord has used us to put huge amounts of money into the gospel and the kingdom. And we can go all over the place and not charge anything, just take care of all the bills and, and do everything. That's freedom. That's freedom. That's blessing. He brought us up. I said, He brought us up. We were down here. Couldn't do anything. Couldn't go anywhere. Couldn't pay for anything. He brought us up. He brought us up. Glory to God. Glory to God. Two or three church building projects last year we were able to finish up. There was a project got off the phone with somebody just last night. They're taking a load of stuff into Haiti. And we said, we can take care of that. We can do that. Done. Project after project. How many know if you're down here, you can't do that? You can't. You want to, but you can't do it. In order to do it, God's got to. Oh, come on. Somebody help me. He's got to. But you've got to stop poor-mouthing. That's right. That's right. you got to stop talking this poor stuff and can't, and we're not. You know what kind of people God uses? People just like you. <laughs> not a trick question. Just like you. I didn't come from anywhere, country, didn't know anybody until I was in Bible school. I'd never even been on an airplane. Didn't know anybody. Had any money or anything. Doesn't make any difference.
1: That's
0: I said doesn't make any difference. All God needs is somebody that will when they hear the word even though they may be so far down. They may be in the dust. They may be in the garbage heap. How many believe any man, any woman in any ghetto, in any hell hole in the world? can look up, come on, come on, can look up and say, God, I believe you're a good God and I'm asking you to raise me up out of here. Come on, come on. Do you believe he will do it? He will do it. It is his will. It's his plan. It's his pleasure. He's already said it. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Oh, somebody say, I'm coming up. up. He is is. raising raising me. Glory to God. Whew. You can be seated. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. I wish I could express to you where the Lord has brought me from. You can't, it's hard to tell people unless you were there. But no education, no, no money, no nothing, no contacts, nothing. Doesn't matter. I said it doesn't matter. You know what does matter? If you let the devil lie to you. And you let him tell you. Yeah but not you. You're just and you're only. And you're little. And you don't know and you can't have. Everything we're doing. I couldn't do. Everything we've done. I didn't have. Are you with me now? God's not looking for people with all this ability. He's got the ability. He's looking for somebody that will believe him and just step out by faith and say Lord you can use me I believe you if you say you can I believe you can here am I use me you need to read this verse again tell me what he does for the poor help me out huh is this a holy bible is this the word of God is it for everybody 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 Reckon there's some poor somewhere on the planet that this doesn't apply to that it's not his will for them. No. Gotta be the word of God for everybody. He raises up the poor out of the dust. How many of it's nice to get out of the dust? Get up in some clean air. Huh? Come on. He lifts the needy out of the dunghill. Maybe you've been living in some garbage. It can be any different kinds of garbage. Maybe you've been living in some dirt and some junk. There are different kinds of dirt and junk. I want you to know it wasn't God's will for you to live there the past five years. And it's not God's will for you to live there any longer. Right? Let him lift you up. And don't look out here and say, well, I can't change it. We already agreed that you can't. Quit looking at that. Well, I've tried and I've talked and talked and talked and talked. talked. Yeah, quit that and start doing this. Believe that the word of empowerment comes into you tonight. And is working in you and changing you. And you stop talking doubt and unbelief. And you begin talking faith and confidence and it's already begun because I heard you say I stood right here and heard you say that you are coming up you said I am coming up he's raising me up cause there's power in this word to make it happen oh I'm glad I came tonight we're gonna we're gonna hear some good testimonies You won't see it all in the next day or two, but I'm telling you watch and see. Don't say Brother Keith said, the Lord said. Amen. The Lord, You watch and see. You'll hear thing after thing and you go, mm, he raised them up. Mm, he raised them up. Well, look at that. He brought them up. He raised them up. He raised them up. Raised them up. Did you know that's what healing is? Is a raising? What the Bible say? Any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Yeah. Let him pray over him anointing him with oil. Yeah. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall yes. <laughs> yes. the Lord will do what? What will the Lord do? Raise. Up. Raise. We must have a raising up God. Yes. Do we? Yes. We must have a raising up God. Well we're sons of the raising up. Yes. Just got through reading it. Yes. <laughs> Glory. He raises up. And lifts up the poor. And the needy. That he may set him. With princes. Even with the princes of his people. If you'll believe that God can use you. And quit talking that little stuff. And defeat and I can't. And I'm not and I'm nothing. If you quit talking that. And let him raise you up. I'm telling you. You'll be amazed. In the days and months to come who you find yourself rubbing shoulders with and where you situations you find yourself in and you'll just smile to yourself and go, oh God, (laughs) you have raised me up. (laughs) Now that still don't mean you anything in yourself, but we should have already got that settled. (laughs) The more he does for you, do you know how to respond? You just should get more and more thankful. Thankful, just thankful, thankful, thankful. Every time he raises you another notch, you are to thank him all day and all night. Is that right? For raising you another notch. Psalm 145. I'm thinking about starting to close, but I'm not sure about that. Psalm 145. Psalm 145, verse 13. Thy kingdom... Is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord upholds all. Now I like that word right there. A L L. A friend of mine, some years ago, we were in Bible school. He's very studious, and he came back and he said he had done an exhaustive etymological study on this word all in the Greek, in the Hebrew, in the Chaldean in the Aramaic in the English origins French and you name it and he said what he concluded that this word that's translated from the Hebrew to English and from the Greek to the English uh, that A-L-L what it really meant in our language was all (laughs) That's that's what it really meant was all. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Aren't you glad we got that settled? What does all mean? All means you. And everybody you know. And everybody you ever will know. All. All. What does he do for all? What does he do for all? He upholds. All that fall and he raises up all those all those that be bowed down what does it mean that somebody failed? that means they missed it they sinned, they came short they fail sin has to do with violation of light which means you knew better did you hear me didn't do what you knew you should have done did what you knew better than to do And you fell. It caught up with you. Oh but God even for those. (laughs) Who have defiantly. Rebelliously. Foolishly. Mm -hmm. Fell on their face. And messed up their life. What does he do for those folk. For A-L-L. Of those folks. Somebody help me. What? He raises them back up. You believe it? The biggest problem is again that lying devil. It'll come to people and say, "Oh, you know, nobody over at that church wants to see you anymore. And after you messed up the way you did, it's over. You'll never be used again. You want to? I mean, you have, you've destroyed everything." you're not fit to, you're not this, you're not that. I've had people look at me and I'm trying to help them and minister to them and say, well, yeah, but now preacher, you don't know what I've done. I look at them right back and say, yeah, and you don't know how powerful the blood is. Jesus, how many believe Jesus paid the price for every, every evil, despicable, horrible, lowest sin to what you think is a little sin. Mm -mm. The only reason people wouldn't be forgiven is if they wouldn't ask and if they wouldn't receive. But what's God's will for the lowest, the guy, the woman that's been the meanest, the lyingest, stealingest, cheatingest, cruelest person. Tell me what his will is. Tell me what his will is. Raise them up. Raise them up. Don't ever look down and act superior around people that are down and have acted terrible and done terrible things, except for the grace of God, you'd have done worse. You know it's true. When you see anybody, you ought to have one thought racing through your mind. What God wants them up. He wants them up. Doesn't he? Let the compassion of Christ move through you. Reach out in prayer and faith towards them. And believe God wants them up. He wants them up. Up out of that. So don't believe that lie. And think because you failed, because you have sinned. God can't use you anymore. He can. And the word we've already read. There's power in that word to raise you up. Right there. You don't have to look somewhere else. It's right here. Now go to Colossians, please. Colossians. Let's talk about our part of this before we finish here. Our part. We see his will is to raise us up. We see his power is more than enough to do it. What? We know there's always a, a manward side to these things. What's our part? Colossians 3 and 1. (laughs) I'd have preached this to myself tonight. (laughs) (laughs) For one of us, I can speak for myself. I'm coming up. Hmm? I believe this word is working in me. I'm coming up. I'm going to see higher, I'm going to think higher. I'm going to believe higher. Yes. My reach is going to expand. Yes. My influence is going to increase. Yeah.
1: Come
0: on. I'm coming up. Come on. You too? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You do understand that immediately, I'm talking within the next few days, next few weeks, particularly yeah. the next few months, you can become more influential and more significant in your family. In your neighborhood. Where you work. Is somebody here in the spirit of the Lord. Don't get your eyes on somebody else. Don't compare yourself to this or that preacher. Or this or that pastor. We're talking about him. You up. Where you are. Right now. And you may have been. The mousiest person around. And you may have been. The most self deprecating running yourself down but you can change yeah. Yeah. I said you can change yeah. and even though there's generations of that behind you and influencing you you need to break it for your kids sake yeah. and your their children's sake you don't want them repeating that mistake you want them to not just hear preaching when they go to church you want them to see this working in you yeah. Yeah. and them see How a man of God is supposed to live and operate. See how a woman of God is supposed to live and operate. Because in a few days they're going to be doing what you do. I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. Well I am getting ahead of myself. (laughs) Colossians 3. Here's the first thing. And then I'll finish that up I think in just a minute. Tell me what verse 1 says. If you then be. We might say, since you are risen with Christ. Here's our part. Do what? Seek Seek those things which are below you. Seek those things that are at eye level. Everybody in here, give me a little rotation. Give me a little rotation. Right here. Right here. Oh yeah, that's better. Seek those things. Now, this word empowers you to seek. If you'll agree with it and receive it and set your mind to it, you go where you look. I'm a pilot. We fly our own aircraft and it's called angle of attack. We got instruments in the plane that measure it. And if you want to take off and you want to fly, you cannot keep your nose pointed down the runway. That's right. That's right. You've flown before, you know, if the nose stays flat, you'll go faster and faster and faster and faster and you'll run off the end. Right. Now you're going to tear up somebody's trees and fence and liable to hurt yourself. Tell me what's got to happen. What's got to happen? You got to pull the nose up. Come on now. You you got to pull the nose up. And when you first pull the nose up, you're still on the ground. You are still on the ground. You ain't flying. Wheels is spinning and touching the pavement. It's called rotation. That's right. But you got to pull back on the yoke. And when you do, the nose goes. Mm. And that's just what you need because now your wings have angled up where you can catch that wind. Come on, help me up now. And next thing you know, your feet have left the ground. And you are coming up. You are, you are coming up. Oh, I've preached myself happy. I have not digressed. Read the verse. Do what? If you risen, we sang earlier. I've been seated with Jesus. Yes. Heavenly places. It is a spiritual, redemptive fact. And since I am, what must I do? Huh? (laughs) I must rotate my mind. Come on now. There's plenty of junk down here. There's curse, devils, disease, and crazy people, and lying and confusion and if I keep down here and I seek to that I'm going to stay down. Amen. Amen. But even though my feet might be in mired up in it and it might be all around me Come on. Come on. Come on. Say I know
1: how
0: to get out. Yeah. Yeah. I said I know how to get out. we've taken off before, it was slush and mud and it was bad and windy and just not nice at all, but oh man, you rotate that and in just a few minutes, boom, you pop out of the clouds sun shining, that's a whole other world up here we have left the muck behind Because we've been raised up. What do you do? This is you seek. Seek and you shall find. Right? Seek. Put your mind on those things above. Read it for me. Help me out. Do what? Seek those things which are above where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Keep reading. Verse 2. Set, set your. Now that's two. Two times he says set. Yeah. Didn't he? Yeah. That's what we do with that yoke. You pull it back. And you set it there. Yeah. And it, may, it keeps that nose up. Yeah. How many of us Christians. We got to keep our nose up. We got yeah. We've got to quit looking at the junk and the problems yeah. and the trials and the tests and, and our failures and our mistakes. And If, if the enemy keeps your eyes and mind there, you're going to stay down and even go further down. Right. But if you'll set your affection and set your mind on things above, yeah. not on things on the earth, do you believe you'll come up? Yeah. Can you see you will surely Come up. So this is our part. Set. Set yourself. Seek and set. Keep your mind. You've got to discipline yourself because especially if you've done the other for all your life, it's so easy just to slip right back into it. That's one thing we could help each other with if we weren't so touchy about being corrected. You know, Mike over here flies with me and helps me out. A lot of times we'll brief, you know, when we take off and, and we're, we're in the muck and you can't see very good. I have him primed. I said, Now you watch this instrument. If you see that go down, you let me know. That's right. How I many of you are supposed to be flying, but the nose is pointed down? That ain't going to work very long. That's right. Especially if you're not very far off the ground to start with. That's right. Tell me what's going to happen to you. So I want to know, I don't care if he yells in my ear and spits on me and said, get the nose of this thing up, get it up. I want to know. Well, why don't you want to know? Don't you want to know if you got your nose pointed down? If you're talking unbelief, if you're talking fear, if you're talking junk, if you're poor mouthing again, let's help each other. We got a code phrase now after tonight. I said, we got a code phrase. Get the nose up. Come on. Get, get the nose up. And what should you say? Somebody tells you, oh, you better, better get the nose up some more. What well, do you say? Thank you. Thank you. I'm getting her getting her up right now. I'm getting my mind off of the junk and the problem and I am setting my mind on things above Because wherever I set myself, that's where I'm going. Wherever I point my mind and point myself, that's where I'm going. Glory to God. One more thing I think in closing here. You don't have to turn anywhere. Psalm 23, you already know. Anybody know what it says? Help me out. The Lord... Is my shepherd. I shall not want. want. Tell me what he does. Makes me. me Lie down. Green pastures. He what? Leads me. He does what? Leads Leads me. And talks about. You know I'm going to follow him. And then what follows me. All the days of my life. While I'm following him. Leading me. You got to set your mind up. How I many know God is not on the down frequencies? You're not going to pick him up on the depressed channel. but no matter what I'm talking about. You, you're not going to get any reception on the scared channel. Now I know that sounds funny, but there are millions of Christians. And they got their TV on channel scared. And they can't seem to pick up God. And man, they got the volume turned all the way up, and you got so much static, it sounds like you're frying bacon across the road. I mean, and they go, "I, I just can't seem to get God. I can't get God on my channel. I can't you're on the wrong channel. Get off the scared channel. Get off the worried channel, get off the depressed, get off the I'm nothing, I'm no good channel. Come on, click her up. Get that thing turned up where you can pick up the right frequencies. And surely as you do, he's going to lead you. And we're talking about our part of this. He's the raising up God. What's our part? One, seek above. Set your mind on above. Uh And when you do, he's going to show you something. And it's going to require you to take some steps. And where he leads, like a good sheep, you are to follow. In our ministry, that has happened again and again and again. We'd pray and seek him. We'd know there's more. We know there's higher. So we're seeking and we're praying and we're believing. We're not looking down saying it can't be done. We're looking up saying it's happening. And surely as you do, he'll show you something to do. And he won't show you the whole picture. He'll show you a step. And when you reach out and take that step, do you know what's already begun when you take that step? That step was a step up. Come on, are you listening? Every step that he leads you is a step up from where you were. That's why it takes faith to take the step. How many know if I'm going to step up, i got to put forth more effort? Anybody know what I'm talking about here? i got to push to get up. Are you all with me now or not? I mean, what does it take to do this? You can about fall down. But it's going to take a step of faith, a step of reaching out to go up. and he's leading and hes if we listen he's talking he'll tell you things steps to take for your business for your family if you're the Lord's got you in business don't watch too much news tell me what that'll do to you what will that do to you Clunk, right here and if the nose of the plane is pointed down tell me what's going to happen crash and burn. (laughs) You better turn that off and set set up above. Somebody say, I'm coming up. I'm coming up. up. (laughs) Our businesses are coming up. Now if you say that and thoughts come and say, well yeah, but the economy and yeah, but the this. Your mind is here. Your set is here. You can't come up. But if you believe God's Almighty and he can do anything and all things are possible to him that believeth. And when it's dark and hard is the perfect time for God to shine. Is that right? And for it to be a good witness if everybody else is going belly up and closing shop. And you open two more branches. You open two more stores you built on. People want to know what? What? what are you doing? And you say, well sit down and I'll tell
1: you.
0: (laughs) Huh? And you'll tell them about your business partner. Jesus. (laughs) Stand up on your feet everybody.
1: This ministry has been brought to you today free of charge